back to On the Block with Strick and Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Listen on the block 93.7 The Ticket. Had some good discussion talking about some Casey Thompson, Chubba Purdy. Where do they fit in the landscape? Who will get the starting job? Can we go to none other than the expert from early break on three sports and see if he has the answers? Steve Sipple. How you doing, man? Uh, I guess okay. How are you guys doing? Wonderful, Sip. We're doing all right. We're uh, This is why we come to you, because we hear that you're the expert. We hear that you know all, and I'm a firm believer in that. So we'll go ahead and loop you into this conversation. The discussion that we've been having is that Mark Whipple says he wants a leader on the field, uh, the quarterback position specifically, and he, and he mentions Casey Thompson, Chubba Purdy, which it sounds like the, the quarterback battle, per se, has come down to the final two. Do you think that internally – the team, the coaches, the players, do you think they know the starter and they're just holding out, or do you think this is still a competition down to the wire? Oh, I mean, I think it could be one of those ones that's sort of ongoing. I don't think there's an end point. I mean, there might there's an end point in that there's an opener, but it doesn't mean that, you know, if Casey falters at some point after the season begins that they just keep going to him. I mean, I, I think that Chubba will keep pushing him. Um, I think that I think they'll be – I mean, I think Casey's going to be the starter against Northwestern, um, but it doesn't mean – like, I guess what I'm telling you is I don't think the competition ends there. You know, they got two good – they got two good quarterbacks. They got three good quarterbacks. Hell, they got four, um, five scholarship quarterbacks. This competition really should never end, you know. Um, I, now, you could come back and say, well, Sip, it did with Adrian – and it did. It was a different situation. Um, if if Casey establishes himself like Adrian did in 2018, then yeah, the conversation changes a little. But Adrian didn't really have a guy pushing him like like Chuba can push Casey. So you can't. You just can't do that. You can't do that thing where you would say compare quarterback situations. They're all a little bit nuanced. Yeah, Sip. So listen, we had we you know obviously we have a situation that's going on down in Dallas, my my former stomping grounds, mm-hmm. and uh, with the Akeem Talib situation and his brother that is being sought after for um, for murder. Um, yeah. We're not that. we're not just talking about that specific situation because we've been talking about NIL, the Wild Wild West, a lot of stuff that's happening in that space. <clears throat> but one of the things that we wanted to talk about is this pressure that seems to be mounting amongst the parents and amongst the coaches and, 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 and the pressures being put on these kids because now the wild, wild west of the NIL and its availability in the money up front, do you see the possibility of reining this thing in? Do you see the possibility of this getting better down, down, um, uh, downstream, and, and allowing some of these pressures to be relieved on these parents that are putting this on these kids? I mean, how do you view this as we move forward in this NIL situation? Yeah, it's, it's the big, <laughs> no pun intended, it's the million-dollar question. Um, I don't, 
Eric, it's a very complex issue. I don't pretend to have the answers. There's people that have made suggestions, you know, caps on money, Mm -hmm. um, moving it into the to the university realm. Um, so there's not collectives. Texas Tech, oh, I I think Texas Tech handles it by paying all the players the same. SMU, 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 too. SMU, SMU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 36000 okay, a year. Is, yeah, mm-hmm. which is, I, I think it's suspect in this in a capitalistic society. But, um, no, I don't have, I don't know. I, That's a tough one, right? Yeah, it's, 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 oh, here's why it's tough, because – States have different laws right now. Mm-hmm. So first of all, that I'd start with that complication. This it's not there's it's hard to come up with uniformity when the states all are not all have different laws, but they're not all the same. Mm-hmm. Okay, what I believe is that most people will tell you, and this is a very unpopular take. I don't mind that, that this is an NCAA problem, um, and it, it is to the extent that the NCAA. Eric should have taken care of it seven or eight years ago or got or at least started the process of getting a hold on it seven or eight years ago. But in the time frame since that, states pushed this through way too quickly. Individual states like mm-hmm. California pushed it through. A lot of it was political. The, the reasons were political in nature. It sounds good for a politician to say, pay those student athletes. They deserve it. So they 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 pushed it through, and a lot of people stood up and applauded, even though it was clear there was no apparatus that was ready for this. Mm-hmm. This is on us as much as it is the NCAA. This is on the states that pushed this through. I know a lot of people that stood up and applauded when this happened. I wonder if they're still applauding. Sip, I kind of want to loop Nebraska back into this, and I like what you said, just kind of applauding this decision, and there's a lot of controversy around it. Do you think still at the end of the day, now that the dust has settled a little bit, there's still a lot unknown, do you think this is still going to more benefit than hurt Nebraska in the long term? Yes. Well, I mean, I don't know about the long term. I don't know about the long term, Nate. It's helped them in the short term, though. That's that's one thing about you can say about it definitively. This NIL world brought to you O'Shawn Mathis and Stephon Wynn and Devin Drew and Casey Thompson and Chubba Purdy and Tommy Hill. This, those guys would not be here if it weren't for Nebraska's NIL operation, which is athlete branding and marketing. Say what you will about ABM, those players would not be at Nebraska without it. And that's, you know, ABM – is I've said it, I've said it over and over. That is a well organized. Nebraska was very much on the cutting edge of this. Um, now they're not as well healed as some collectives, but they're nobody's going to be more organized than Nebraska. Um, you know, so now down the road depends depends what NIL looks like, and that's hard to predict right now what NIL is going to look like. Will Will the federal government get involved to a to a significant extent? Um, would it move into the university system? Um, I, you get. I, I'm not tell you what, Eric and Nathan. You get mixed opinions on that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know where it's going. 
you ask experts and they don't agree where it's going. So I, it'd be hard for me to say. All right, Sip, I'm going to ask you again. Steve Sipple with On3 Sports Early Break joining us right now. Sip, I'm going to ask you, uh, Scott Frost obviously said that the team is working harder than they have in the past. He has scientific evidence to prove it. Does that make you more confident moving forward, or does that just make you more frustrated of what happened in the past? Well, I mean, the one thing that you have to consider in that conversation is there's only one side. I mean, I'd like to hear what Greg Austin would say about that, and I have a feeling – I mean, I know that that Greg worked his guys hard and that there were, you know, that he and Scott had had discussions about, you know, Eric understands this more than we do, Nathan, because he was a high-level athlete. But mm-hmm. coaches have these discussions. If you're going to have a high-intensity, high-duration practice one day, um, you know, the discussion often is, well, let's come back with a medium, medium the next day or a low medium the next day. And I, I think that Greg would have those conversations. Greg had those conversations with Scott. Now, I don't, it's not that I'm, it's not that I doubt what Scott said. Um, I believe him that Donovan's working those guys very hard. I just think you kind of have to be careful with the notion that they're, working so much harder than Greg Austin worked them. I mean, I know Greg worked those guys hard. And if you think about it, and Nathan, I don't know how exactly how long you've been here, but it wasn't Eric could comment on this. I don't – I didn't look at Nebraska's offensive line the last couple of years and say they're out of shape, they're winded, they're not getting through games well. I didn't think that. I thought they were in shape. Um they weren't. They clearly struggled, but not. I didn't. It didn't strike me as an endurance issue. So, I don't know. I'm. I. I everybody knows that. This ever that listens to anything I say. That I'm a big Donovan Rayola. Oh, I. I don't know fan, but I. I think the world of him as a coach. I have a lot of confidence in him, um, and I do think it's an upgrade. But I think we have to be fair to Austin in these conversations. I want to dive into the offensive line because that's been a big talking point this offseason, especially losing Cam Jurgens to the NFL draft. Nuri uh, had had his issues. He's still going to be on the team, still going to be there at practice, playing scout team, things like that, but he's not eligible for this season. So a big question mark right now, offensive line. You say you're a big fan of Donovan Riola. It looks like they're working hard here in practice. Scott Frost says starts and ends with the offensive line. I mean, I feel like it's a big topic of discussion right now. I say Nebraska going into Northwestern. How do you feel about the offensive line? Uh, it just depends. You know, I, it's like um, there's distinctions I make. I mean, I feel probably better about them as a run-blocking unit okay. um, than a pass-blocking unit. Um, I think there it has a – I always say this. I've been saying it a lot lately anyway, is it, it looks, when I look at them, it looks like a masher unit. They look like mashers. Those tackles are big, mm-hmm. big, big, heavy legged. One six foot 10, 320. The other six foot nine, 320. Those are big. And those aren't, those aren't, you know, you see some tackles out there that look like they're basketball players almost. That's not what these guys mm-hmm. look like. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't look like basketball players. Um, they look like, the biggest bouncers you'd ever see on on Sixth Street in Austin, Texas. Um, they are ma- mammoth, and they look like guys that can overpower you. So I don't know. We'll see what they're. And you know, here's the good news: they've been tested in pass blocking all camp, 
by some pretty good edge, well, by yeah. some really good edge rushers. So um, maybe that has gotten them ready for that part. But I just feel a little more comfortable about them as uh, run blockers. We're going to come full circle here. Last question I have for you. Who's going to be the starting quarterback week zero, Chubba or Casey? Yeah, I'm surprised you're asking me. I, don't, I, I have not heard anything that indicates it won't be Casey. Okay. That's what I Maybe told Nate, but, uh, I mean, uh, Sip. I told, I Why said, haven't they named him then? It just it confuses me. 40 checks. Well, Frost, Frost often doesn't name the quarterback, period. Some coaches don't name him until they trot out there. Mm-hmm. I do think Frost, Frost indicated on Saturday – that he'll have news in that regard soon. So I'm thinking he might go ahead. Now, I will say this. He might go ahead and announce it, but that'd be really out of character. Like, it it would almost be kind of strange to me. But I think that's where it's headed. Sip, if people want to get more great content from you, want to get ready for the season, lots of things are happening right now. How can they get more great content from you? Uh, I go to Nebraska on three, uh, on three.com, go to Nebraska, go to the team page, Nebraska. And there's a ton of stuff there every day. Um, I appreciate you asking that. Um, there'll be, I'm, I think I'm writing something about Colton Feist for tomorrow and, you know, Love his story. Washington, Abby Bar- Barmore and, mm-hmm. and, uh, it's a big crew of people that do a good job. Colton Feist is the kind of story like Stricky, one of them guys. <laughs> He's, he's kind of like Stricky, although you were a scholarship athlete, Stricky, as I recall. <laughs> you weren't an unknown we do background walk-on. On that. I didn't remember you as an unknown walk-on. was a walk-on, but just different type of walk-on. Tough, <laughs> tough, 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 gritty. Oh, my gritty God. Dude. We always love Sip. There he is, yeah. Steve Sibble on three. We appreciate you, Sip. Keep coming uh, and hollering at us, Sip. Shut up, Sibble. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sip. All right, there he goes. Steve Sipple does great stuff with On3. He also joins us every morning Monday, 6 to 8, early break. And you can early shut break. up Sipple, right? Shut up Sipple. You can shut him shut up him every up. single day. Uh, coming up, uh, obviously, a new lineup here at the Ticket. Old School with DP and Jay. They're in the house. They're ready to go. We're going to have a little bit of a crossover. Strick's been practicing his moves over there. Maybe he'll cross up DP. Maybe he'll cross up Jay. Uh, we'll have to see how that works out. But they're going to be joining us here because from 4 to 6, new time slot for old school. DP and former Husker Jay Foreman, they're going to be joining us here in just a few minutes. So make sure you stay with us right here on the ticket on the block.